Welcome to Mastering Life's Adventures, an educational podcast about tapping into your true self, the soul, your soul, the substance of your life, to discover what life's ups and downs are really about, and how to have a greater sense of purpose, peace, joy, and fulfillment. I am Dr. Judith Holder, your host, coach psychologist, fellow seeker who enjoys diving into the connections between spirituality, psychology, wellness, and your everyday life's adventures. All preparing and polishing you like the fastest of magnificent diamond to be your best self. If you're craving more from your life, you are in the right place. Come, let's journey together and transforming what you know into who you really are. Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Good to be back. I have a question for you. What is your fabric? What is your fabric made of? And you may say, hmm, what do you mean fabric? The fabric of who you are. What is it made of? It usually composes our thoughts, our feelings, the words, the deeds, the memories, the experiences that we've had in our life, family dynamics, relationship dynamics, what we like, what we dislike, how we show up on our job and how we act in our job, how we act socially, what we speak about socially, what types of things we like to be involved in terms of the social medias that are out there. We don't realize it all comes together create the fabric of who you are, but you never thought of it that way. Well, the fabric, as I've been thinking about this, all the way down to our DNA, has an impact upon the fabric that we'd like our soul to have. And the fabric of our soul is the real gold. That's G-O-L-D. And it can be the real gold, G-O-A-L, as well. But we're talking about the fabric of gold is delicate, sensitive, glorious to behold, is likeness, the fabric. So all these things that make us up, there is also the fabric that I'm going to call that is gold. And that is an acronym for the glory of love's divinity, the glory of love's divinity. Think of it this way. Since we are in the image and likeness of God, we have the gold, which is our soul, the substance of our life. Since we are in the image and likeness of God, then we have to have what God has, right? So if God is gold, which is the glory of love's divinity, then aren't we also gold and have that fabric? of gold through our soul within us. And again, that substance of our life. This is powerful. The goal that God is, is the gold in us, our soul. And now we're living on planet earth and we have free will to make decisions and have choices. And what we're here to learn is how we go to the right or to the left of making certain decisions that are honoring the goal that exists within us or in some ways mars that gold or creates 
within that fabric of the goal, strands of darkness, not even knowing that we're making that choice sometimes. So we actually, through our free will, can mold the fabric of what has been given to us innately in a way that we may not have the awareness or the attention around. And that's why I said in other episodes, our attention does inform our reality just as much as our choices and the decisions that we make. So this delicate fabric of gold can have woven strands of light, light and darkness. And I like to talk about in this episode, the dark strands. And I'll talk about in another episode, the light strands and talk a little bit here about that as well. But we need to be really, really aware of these dark strands and how they show up and their significant impact on our emotional, on our mental, on our physical wellness, well-being. And there's three types of strands that I'm going to be giving, talking about and giving some examples around that have an impact upon us. And it's all these decisions and all these experiences that we have that impact the molding of our gold fabric that we have. So the first one that I want to talk about is the thought strands. And the thought strands are, for example, like when we have ideas about things or they are short-lived, discrete types of events that relate to us having a memory of something or in, in a short, discrete idea about something or ruminating about something that has happened to us. Or for example, we may have an event that happened in a meeting or event that happened with our child or event that happened when you were leading a group of individuals or team members or event when you were taking care of your elderly a mother or a grandmother or grandfather that they ended up saying something not so nice to you or positive to you and you're trying to help in a particular situation. So we don't realize that we move into ruminating and we're ruminating maybe in a pesty or negative way about how could they say that to us? How could they do that? You know, I'm going to tell them they can't talk to me that way any longer, on and on and on. We don't realize that those negative or dark strands are being placed, weaved into our fabric of gold, which is our soul, which is the substance of our life. So we're weaving this into the substance of our life. Do we really want to weave in negativity, dark strands? But what we do is that sometimes with those negative thoughts, then we get into judging and being judgmental and being critical, critical thoughts, critical of ourselves, critical of other individuals. Or we become envious when I'm thinking about, I wish I had that. Oh, why do they have to have that? You know, or how can I get that you know, from them in a more envious way? Or we may find that our negative thought patterns are leading to inaccurate beliefs about things that we're pulling things together, these ideas, these negative ideas together in such a way they may not be true for yourself 
or for others or for those around you in the world. So we can weave these thought strands unconsciously or consciously or subconsciously into the soul's fabric. And they just hang out there. But that's just one dimension. And I know I'm making this more simplistic just for our conversation today, but it's really more complex in many ways of how all this happens. But you're getting trend of what I'm saying. And part of the next level, besides now having these dark strands of thoughts that are negative, we can also have ones that relate to how we feel. And our feelings, which can create emotional states and reactions, and when they're negative, such as apprehension, foreboding, or feeling as if you're sad and down frequently, that that also has an impact upon the fabric, that gold fabric, weaving in strands of darkness. So feelings are usually defined as a person's response to the emotions that comes through their perceptions of the situation. So it's usually, again, defined as a person's response to the emotion that comes the perception of a situation, how we perceive something that has an impact in terms of how we feel about something. And we can also look at feelings as the inner sensitivity or inner sensations that we have is what I call them as felt sensations that we can have internally within our body. For example, we see a person who's homeless. You know, this may create feelings of sadness or feelings of, uh, is there anything I can do here to help this person? So it can create a sense of wanting to be more compassionate towards the person. But then there's also when you have to do public speaking. And so that internal state is anxiety. It's like, oh no, I really don't want to have to do this. It can feel like dread within you. And you can be angst or anxious about having to do some level of public speaking. And you know, they say one of the the top fears that most people have is public speaking, but it goes back to we're still weaving in these vibrational dark strands of negativity in our feelings. So we have to be aware that our attention does inform not only our reality, but also what type of fabric of our soul we're creating. We create on a daily basis, just as there are cells within the body that recreate and reform themselves every 60 or 90 days. We don't realize that we, our God has given us the gift of gold. And what are we doing with it? And if we're having these strands of darkness being placed in that fabric, it's having an impact on the weight of that fabric and weighing it down, which I'll get to in a minute. But I just want to talk about this last one, and that is dark strands of deeds, behaviors, actions that we engage in or we do, how we conduct ourselves. And if it ends up being in a negative way that we're developing bad habits, as they say, I had this individual when I was in graduate school, and he coined the term bad habits for a particular situation that was going on and, and felt that 
that's something that people need to consciously work on. And I agree with them to a large degree. We do need to work on it in terms of these habits or these negative habits or bad habits that we have, but they're just not physical types of habits. They can be mental as well as emotional or thoughts as well as feelings that we need to be conscious of and work on as well. So a bad habit that we can move into in terms of weaving in strands of darkness into the fabric of our soul is being late, be chronically late all the time. We don't realize that's not a habit. That is what the soul wants. It wants to do its best. Remember I said, our soul wants to be its best. And we're talking about soul evolution so that the soul is able to evolve to be its best. But such habits of lateness or sarcasm or rudeness that's being done or gossiping that's taking place, those are behaviors and deeds that do not the goodness that we're looking for, for our soul to be able to evolve to. As well as criticism, we find that it's so easy to be critical of people, but we're not aware of the fact that that dark strand of criticism, condemning or judging other individuals is having an impact on us and the fabric of your soul, that gold, which is the glory of love's divinity, that we're learning to how to be a more love in action in our thoughts, words, deeds, the things that we do so that the soul is moving on a higher path back to its source, its God source. And that is important because if we have these strands, thoughts, and we have these feeling strands, dark strands, and we have these deed dark strands, we've woven into the fabric of our gold, the substance of our life. There is a slowing down of frequency and our ability to love and our ability to spin at a higher frequency of light, which God is. And that higher Frequency of light is what we're striving to do. It's like when you're on a potter's wheel, getting so quickly that it's oscillating at the frequency, moving it into another analogy of, of oscillating at a frequency of light vibration. It's going so fast. You know, sometimes some frequencies in this world we can't see because they're going so fast. But with these dark strands, we don't oscillate at the frequency of light and love. But we did have what I would call the mediator who came to be able to help us to know how to get back on the path, how to move back towards our soul evolving, how to be able to take these strands and start to pull them out of the fabric and then be able to resurrect that gold that is so innate and within us to be able to be our source and supply for the things that we need in this world. And that's another discussion. So I'm going to stay on this, this, this fabric. And, and the great teacher was Jesus in this case. 
And in the Buddhist tradition, it was Buddha. Each of the world religions had a particular person that came to have to show the way to his people. And this being Judeo-Christian, I'm talking about Jesus. And he, he was the great teacher that allowed us to understand what was the truth in a situation, how we needed to behave in a situation, how we need to think and feel and allow ourselves to move into the strands of light. And those strands of light are through gratitude, through harmony, through being obedient to our inner source that is telling us maybe what to do. And we may want to say, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do something else. Gaining mastery over ourselves and our thoughts and our feelings. Being able to see a vision for something greater and knowing that we're striving for something greater and not just the immediacy of the now. And that brings in that quality of an equanimity, all qualities that are constructive, that help to build those strands of light. So, But because we have gone the way of the ego, who also is building in the fabric of these dark strands in terms of attention, needing more attention or wanting more attention. There is something, though, that is called the divine ego, which I'll talk about at some point. But and that's why you should distinguish between the ego persona and talk about the ego persona, which is the outer personality, which is not necessarily the personality of the soul, but the divine ego is. But as I'm talking about Jesus being the mediator between the dark strands that we've had within the fabric of ourselves and the soul who wants to be in alignment with its source, we needed directions. We needed to have an understanding. We needed to figure out how to be able to do it, but we couldn't figure out it by ourselves. And this was the grace of God given to us. And Jesus was that grace. So he is a, a great mediator and helped us to begin to start thinking about these dark strands of thoughts, feelings, and deeds, and begin to investigate how they show up, when they show up, and what we want to begin to do about them so that we can tag them, bag them, and put them out for garbage, for it to be picked up and moved on outside of our energetic field so that we can be more of our best self. So the more that we understand those things that are the triggers to these bad strands that happen to us, the more that we can be honest with ourselves and observing what we notice happening with us and those and our impact of those around us, the more that we can be able to do this and be playful around it, knowing that these are not these types of strands are not the end all and be all. They're just that. They're strands that are woven into the fabric of our gold. And that we're trying to be more outpost of the divine. And that does require a path and a direction and a greater attunement. So this is what we're talking about in all these episodes we've had so far in laying the foundation and knowing that one of those foundational stones or pillars 
is our relationship to God, to his representative, the mediator, which is Jesus, or another key saint, and then also understanding the soul essence and the soul's promptings and the soul's desirings and why we can start to discern between what is the soul's desiring and what is the ego persona's desiring. What is the soul's pure thought? What is the ego's comparative thought? Remember I said the ego compares. It loves to compare. It loves to judge. It loves to tell you what you should be doing. And understanding that there are certain feelings that we do have that we have to be attuned to. And those feelings, we sometimes think they're so real because we're feeling them, correct? Well, if you notice, feelings come and feelings go. Thoughts come, thoughts go. Even our behaviors come and they go, even though they be habits. You know, we can have, they can revolve around. That only says that there is a molding ability that we have that we can take control over and dominion over in order to have greater purity for our soul, which becomes the goal, G-O-L-D, the glory of love's divinity, which is our goal in life, G-O-A-L, in order for us to be able to move back and unite with that source that gives us that greater sense of well-being. And in the next several episodes, and hopefully we'll have some guests to talk about this whole notion of how the role of the mediator, the role of the fabric of gold of our source, our soul source, and how it relates to wellness, body, how it relates to family and the raising of a family. How it relates to real, R-E-E-E-L, real adventures that we see in movies, as well as how it relates to real experiences in living everyday life, our everyday life. It's looking at it from different perspectives. And if I'm able to have other individuals come on periodically to look at these different dimensions, I think it would be helpful for you to look at it from the sole goal perspective so that you're understanding that life's adventures can be fun. Life's adventures can be helping us to have greater discernment of truth. Life's adventures can allow us now to have a greater awareness of why we're making decisions we're making and how we can make even better decisions that allow us to feel better about ourselves, about the environment we're in, about our relationships, about what goes on at work, and how we can be able to navigate through certain situations and experiences that we have. Because we understand these components of the soul's direction, the gold is the direction part of our our soul, which is the glory of love's divinity, how we have more love, which helps to buoy us up more and be able to buffer us against some of life's adventures that occur to us. And then how then we can utilize life's experiences and adventures through wellness, 
and through our day-to-day experiences and through movies, for example, that highlight some of the experiences that the soul is growing from. So I hope to be able to do that. And I'm looking forward uh, to having some conversations with some key individuals around that. Until we meet again, be well, take care. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Adventures, being your best self through soul evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Mastering Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.